to our podcast, Radio Cajeta. I'm just kidding. I just love saying that. I don't know where I heard it. But this is... We're going to get sued for a copyright. <gasps> no, we don't own Cajeta. Wait, is Cajeta a brand or just the... I think it's just a dulce. Oh, thank God. The dulces can't sue us. Maybe. I don't. Please don't sue me. Don't come for me. <laughs> I got no dollars, no coins. Um, Not Radio Cajeta. This is Latinas in the Midwest. With my co-host... Palmira. And I'm Veronica. And we are two millennial Latinas living in the Midwest. I am 32. Um, single, no children. I have two dogs who are currently our two live audience members. So you might hear some panting. One is currently sleeping. He does tend to snore kind of loud. So you might hear him snoring. I am... Tracking my snoring, I know it's like a weird thing, but it like confuses my snoring with my dog snoring. So like, I don't really know if I'm actually snoring <laughs> the time the app says I'm snoring. That's another topic for another day. Um, let's see, what else is there? Oh, what what do I do? Um, so I actually have one week left, um, but I work for the state boards. That's right. So if you took a state exam, I know what you scored. Um, but you can't change your score anymore. Sorry. No, and I'm not going to tell you what you scored. But if I know you, I will be looking at you going, mm, you took that test how many times? <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, I'm not. The shade. <laughs> but um, I actually just accepted a position doing clinical research, um, specifically cancer for a for on the pharmaceutical side. Um, I've never done anything like that. I've always worked in social work. So it's a huge change going from social work to the state boards to now doing clinical research. So that's different. Um, and then how we met, I don't know. I'm just kidding. We met in college. She does have a really bad memory. So I wouldn't be surprised if you don't remember. I do have bad memory. But we met in college. <laughs> that I do now. Okay, so tell, tell our wonderful guests and our live audience about yourself. One of our live uh, audience members is already asleep, but the other one... It's almost there. Um, so like I said before, my name is Palmira. I just turned 30. Um, so I'm new to this decade. I'm new to the 30s. I'm still iffy about this, but we'll we'll see. Did you see that? No. Like something fell from the ceiling. Anyways. Um I know my the dust in the abanico. Oh my god. I need to clean that. I am 30. I am also single. Also, no children. I can barely take care of myself. So, uh, yes, we. I do not need any more responsibilities than that. Um, at the same company for about 10 years, I work in the fintech industry. Um, so, yeah, I have been giving them the best years of my life. I started there since I was 19. Oh my God, you've been there for 11 years? Oh yes, 11 years, guys. Oh, it will be 11 years this year. This September. Wow, I've never done anything for 11, 11 years. 11 years. Um, so yeah, that is that. I do remember, I don't remember exactly how we met in college, but I do have a memory of you in college. Oh no. Oh, no. And the only thing- I was weird in college. I'm still a little weird, but not college weird i don't think she was rude at all she has a great i didn't say rude i said weird i said 
I said weird too. Oh, I thought you said rude. <laughs> it's probably my accent. It's probably that I can't hear. <laughs> <laughs> Could be both. Um, but she has great fashion sense. As you can tell. Time is money, guys. <laughs> <laughs> but I do remember I was in English class. Um, and she, I think you had to turn in an assignment or something. Um, but you interrupted the class and the professor was really mad at you. Um, but he was also like really mean and he was always mad at, he was mad at life. Um, but yeah, I remember her having like her paper just like right here and then handed it to the teacher. Wait, I did this in the middle of class? Yeah. But it what wasn't was wrong with me? It wasn't your class, it was my class. <laughs> Even worse! <laughs> <laughs> um, but I, I don't know what you were doing, but I, I do remember that he got mad. But you had really short blonde hair and you had a little hoodie, a, a little beanie. <gasps> Um, oh, yeah. and then you had like a jean skirt on and then some like leggings or ties underneath. Oh God, what was this? 2007, 2008? Yes. Yikes. <laughs> yes. So that is like the, one of like the first memories that I remember of us in college. I don't remember how like we started talking or anything because I don't even think that we had a class together. Did we? No, I don't think we had did we? I don't think we had any classes throughout college together. Mm -hmm. I think we just became friends like between classes and like Probably. after school or something. Um, I honestly have no idea how we met. Um, no idea. We've been friends for 14 years. Um, my what <laughs> some of my earliest memories of us though, don't even remember how we got into it, but I remember <laughs> going to the gym and working out that consisted of us chilling at the pool does anyone remember when 24-hour fitness was a thing well that's where we were chilling at 24-hour fitness and we would I would swim like three laps and would be like wow that was my exercise for the day and then she would chill on one end of the pool and we would be like yay let's leave the gym and then she'd be like oh I'm hungry let's go to Subway or to eat Chinese food and that was our thing we would go work out and then go eat so like that's one of like my earlier memories of us but my like most present memory like the most like I don't know what's the word I'm thinking of like like vivid memory may, yeah maybe vivid so like the most vivid memory it's so cringe oh my God. we were actually talking about this earlier oh I remember <laughs> now for some reason we thought we were so cool we were at the library at school and it was we empty. There was nobody in the library, which never would happen. But there was nobody there. It was like noon or one. It was yes. midday. There was a fan. And we decided to have a photo shoot in the library. And we were like laying on the tables. And then at one point we were like this. <laughs> yeah, we were like this. And the fan was like blowing. And we thought we were like models. And apparently, I thought those photos were so great because they are on my Facebook page. They should probably they, come down. <laughs> a lot of photos from college should come down, but agreed. I mean, they're up there. They're 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 up there. Luckily, my hair was like right here, so like I look different. Hopefully, <laughs> I also um, I think I had red hair at the time. Oh <gasps> yeah, y tenías flequito. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yo tenía fleco. 
Probably because that's yeah, I think what it I had in. swooped bangs. No, because cada vez que tengo fleco, todos siempre piensan que soy chinita. So I usually don't wear it. I don't remember. I do remember that photo session though. Oh, that was so That cringe. was really fun. That was so cringe. <laughs> very, very fun. Uh, that is so funny. Um, I do remember though, um, my first impression of you, I just thought you were so nice, like from what I remember. And I just remember I was like, oh my God, she's so nice. I want to be her friend. And then you were funny. And I was like, yes, because I'm not a very <laughs> serious person. I'm not a very serious person. I can have very serious conversations and I can have those hard conversations. I can have those awkward conversations. But I know that comes from doing the social work that I can do all of that. But I do have a dark humor and that I know that comes from like social work. But I also know that I'm not a serious person deep down. So when I realized how funny she was, I was like, yes, that is who's going to be my friend. <laughs> we clicked. And we have a lot of stories together. Like, we've traveled together. We hang out a very lot. often. We're always messaging each other. And we're always cracking each other up. So And when we plan on having a normal night, we always end up in some crazy adventure and it's just like and you could be the like the the like one day we went to go get pupusas and we watched a man try to break into her car and we like stood in the parking lot and just watched him and i wish there would have been like a camera recording us watch this man break into her car because we were like this what did we do? <laughs> we couldn't confront the guy. And um I mean, unfortunately we where we live, police is understaffed. <laughs> the response calls are like, we'll get to you on Tuesday. And it's like, but it's Friday. And I need my truck. And she like turned it on and would like honk it and like turn the like uh, uh the the button yeah. and everything. And the man was like this. I don't Why know. are you doing this? I don't know what he was doing, but he had a mission. I don't know if he accomplished it or not. He but did. We he were did scared. Have a mission. And we were in the hood. And we're not ever scared to be in the hood. We're not. I mean, yeah. And I was scared. I think I was scared of the man. Creo que era la impotencia. Could be. Yeah. How do you say that in English? Incompetent? No. <laughs> we're so incompetent. How do you say impotencia? Um, Impotence? You keep saying the same word. No, I said incompetent, and this is oh. impotence. I think that's a bad Um We'll get back to you guys on that, because I don't remember what it is. Oh, we're both bilingual, so. Sometimes. Yeah. Sometimes like bilingual. <laughs> Sometimes we don't even know what we're speaking. Kind of like, we don't know what. I guess we'll be the palabra. Impotencia. No sabemos qué es impotencia en English. Sometimes I make a joke when somebody will ask me, like, ¿Cómo dices esto en inglés? And I'm like, mm, es que no existe. <laughs> just because I don't know the word. So you'll be shortening your language just because? It's like, sorry, this doesn't well, exist. Cuando me preguntan en español, ¿Cómo dices esto en inglés? I'll just be like, no sé. No, but I mean, that's very true. There's a lot of words that really don't translate. Exactly. From one language to another. Mm -hmm. So so I'm not lying. She's not. You bilingual people out there know that she's not lying. <laughs> uh, 
as you can tell we are all over the place but um just like she mentioned a little bit ago we are latinas living in the midwest and we want to share with you our experiences our goals our aspirations and definitely talk to you guys uh about different things things that we've experienced through our work things that we've experienced through just day to day um and i think that this podcast is going to be very interesting because although yes we're both latinas yes we both come from similar um backgrounds because we are both from mexican descent um we are also very different um in some um areas of our lives but we complement each other very well and um we are also very open-minded and we are not afraid to have um difficult conversations and that's something that we want to bring to you guys we want to create a safe space for everyone to where we can learn about more things about other people's cultures beliefs um ideas and things like that um so we'll talk a little bit about our background as well um because again we are both mexican but i feel like um our journey to this very point in life or at least to 14 years ago has been very different for the both of us but somehow destiny has brought us together and um, oh no that's separated <laughs> brought us together <laughs> and um just really fun um and that's something that we want to definitely share with you guys um so do you want to talk to us a little bit more about your background um yeah so i have always worked with underserved populations so i don't know if that's what you're talking about but i'm just like diving into my career um, i've always worked with underserved populations um whether that be inner city school kids i was teaching for five years and then other than that i then moved into um food insecurity with the food bank and something people aren't aware of is that food banks are actually they have like i don't want to say necessarily like a huge partnership but they have a huge relationship with correctional facilities at state and federal level and when i was working at the food bank um the food bank i was a part of was a pioneer for this and so we were within seven correctional facilities at state and federal level and it was one of the most coolest amazing eye-opening experiences i have ever experienced and so it i always go about this wrong but like you know my family knows but i always say like oh yeah man when i was in prison but not because like i was serving time but like i just spent so much time in prison with the with the inmates you know like with the guys because i went to male and female prisons so like i just talk about like oh yeah when i was in prison like and it just comes out so naturally and everyone's like you have to stop saying that and i'm like yeah i really do but like i just can't <laughs> And then I also worked with um, victim survivors of domestic violence and human trafficking and sexual assault. So that I did that for a long time. Um, I am the middle child of two other siblings, my brother who's older and my sister who's younger. My brother and I are about 14 months apart, I think is what somebody told me. I should know this. But we're like a year apart. We're very close. And then my sister and I, we are eight years apart and we're also very close, which interestingly, 
My sister and her sister have the exact same birthday, but they're a year apart. My sister's older, right? Yes. Yeah, and her sister's younger, which is so weird. Um, I have recently gotten into astrology and like, I don't really understand it, but like, I want to pretend I understand it. All I know is that like, I'm a Gemini sun with a rising Libra and an Aquarius moon. And I don't really know what that means, but like, sometimes I like to be like, what's your zodiac sign? And then they'll be like, oh, I'm this. And I'm like, of course you are. And deep down, I'm like, I don't even know what that means. But like, I like to pretend that I do. But like, astrology's kind of weird. And like, I've had a couple readings and it's kind of like accurate. So like, I don't know. It's weird. It's kind of accurate. It's interesting. But yeah, um, so that's a little bit about me. Um, what else do I like? I really like hair and makeup and nails. I really, really like makeup. Um, She's really good at makeup, too. Like, very, very good. I think I'm okay. Um, I work a lot because I'm bored, which is not a great thing. I also know that it's a trauma response of mine. Um, but I do work a lot. I have a part-time job that schedules me for like 30 hours a week on top of my 40 hour job, which I'm like, this is a lot. Um, which I, uh, I need to like leave, but anyways, so I, but she won't, we all know she won't. I know. Even though I did just apply to another part-time job, that's like working from home. I tell you, I just, I have, I don't know why I just can't. It's a trauma response. I know this. Um, I am trauma informed. So I am very like, I look at things from a different angle. I know how to approach things. And some days it's really great. And other days it's really hard and it's really frustrating because you don't want to be trauma-informed all the time because you look at things so differently and you're just always like, it's not even like an overthinking. I don't know. Anyways, I don't know. I'm going to get into that. Um, I really love Trash TV. I love 90 Day Fiance. That is my thing. Like, you bring in someone else from another country to America to marry them? Sign me up. Let me see this. Um, I do go on dates. Um... Which she has the craziest stories about dating. We should probably do a segment about <sighs> dating. And definitely we will. Um, and she will share with you guys, willingly or not, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, some of her crazy stories. Because she always, every time she goes out, there's always ha something happening. Yeah, I don't really know why like i know i'm a little crazy but not like bad crazy just like that good cra you know like that good oh just that makes that me list. sound like i'm crazy <laughs> like just like i'm like i don't know people tell me all the time like oh you have this energy like you just seem so fun like i want to be your friend because i have a lot of friends yeah and so i'm like oh yeah oh my god i just remembered i think i made plans with someone tomorrow oh i thought you were gonna say today i'm like uh <laughs> oh no tomorrow i think i like have i think i overbooked myself tomorrow Oh, well. <laughs> Anyways, just thought about that. No, I don't have ADHD. If you have plans with her tomorrow, um, she I'm not was, going. She might go. She might. No, just not. I want to sleep. It I, is currently almost midnight here where we are. Here in the Midwest. Here in the great Midwest. Yes. Um, I'm trying to think. I think that's pretty much. I love Bad Bunny a lot. He's the love of my life. Benito, te, si tú estás viendo este video, te quiero. <laughs> I'm sure he is eager to know about our podcast. 
Oh, I know Benito's listening to this. Yes. He's my husband. Um, thank you for your support. Yes, Benito, thank you for all your support. Um, and I think that's pretty much it for me. Very you, interesting. You would say that's me in a nutshell, right? I would say so. Yes. Okay. She loves to travel. <gasps> oh, yeah. I forget that. I do travel. I forget about that. She travels a lot. Whether she has the PT or not. That's right. I will quit job <laughs> to travel. But that's life. That is a great mentality. Because I feel like that's putting yourself first. That's, Always. That's uh, part of the self-love. So It's I a really part of that millennial mindset, though. Mm -hmm. Like, millennials really believe in, like, self-care and self-love and mental health. And, yeah, you need breaks from work. You need breaks from life. Sometimes you need breaks from family and friends. To be able to sit back and be like, I'm going to take time to myself, you know? I agree. I agree. She does that very well. Love that. Love that. Um, a little bit about my background. I am uh, the oldest of a family of four or siblings. Four siblings. I'm the oldest of four siblings. Sometimes words are hard. Sorry, guys. I was born in Mexico, as you can tell by the accent. Um, Pero donde eres mala? So the Chihuahua. What is Chihuahua's true percent? Emphasis on the <laughs> Chihuahua. When we talk about traveling, um, there is this anecdote of us oh, in New was... Orleans. Oh, I thought, yes, yes, okay. I was hoping you were going to say that story. Um, that's one of my favorite stories. Um, and if you listen to it, or when you listen to that podcast, reference this episode so you know that you're a longtime listener. <laughs> but we're definitely going to um, get to those traveling adventures. Um, but that's going to come up. That's going to come up for sure. Um, so, yes, um, I moved over here to the Midwest uh, when I was 13. So um, it was a little bit of an adjustment for my family especially for me um i didn't know the language and i had to start high school because it was not an option um i was forced to go to school how dare my parents do that to me um how so, terrible are your parents to want an education for their like, child right so they forced me to go to school and it was definitely a culture but can you so. tell them what you thought high school was going to be like though um please so i was very disappointed because I did think that high school here was going to be like high school musical. I was ready. I was prepared. Um, and I was very disappointed. We're all in yes. this together. I did. Um, actually, I don't know the choreography. Can you show me? I will not. <laughs> but I was very disappointed to say the least. Um, I was in the ESL program, which thank you, public education sucks here and have you heard of America. eld or edl mm -mm, i have not there's esl and i think it's edl i learned about it yesterday it's on tiktok it's like i can't remember what it stands for but it's like basically like are you sure not talking about edm <laughs> pretty sure i'm not talking about edm but it's like i think it was something like oh people are gonna correct me the hate is a coming but um it's something like uh, do you follow jesus acevedo on TikTok, el que siempre dice comadres y trae el pelo chino. Es de Michoacán, está bien blanquito. So. I don't think so. 
he was in EDL. And I think somebody, like the way, like my understanding of it was like, you don't need ESL, but it's like a step up where it's like oh. perfecting your like pronunciation and stuff of it or something like that. Yeah. I'd never heard of that. But yes, I was in the ESL program, um, which they didn't really pay much attention to us. They just gave us coloring sheets and crossword puzzles and stuff like that to that kill time education and system keep here. us from the streets which is fun but um it did help me learn the language somehow um so that was that i went to college i almost said the name of the college <laughs> no nobody can know where we went to school i did um, not go to college at all <laughs> um i ended up going to college um working um in the servicing industry for a little bit um i worked in retail for um a little while as well and then i broke into the fintech industry and i haven't left since um i have grown a lot there but definitely ready for a change so we'll see um this is a new year new beginnings, new decade for me. Um, my friend here is starting a new job. So we have a bunch of new things that we are getting ready to experience um, this beautiful year. And that is one of our goals. Again, just to uh, share all of these experiences with you guys. And some of those very taboo, Topics, topics that people don't want to talk about. What are the, some of those that you want to talk about? Um, of course, we're not going to talk about them now, but I think bringing to, to light um, a lot about like our culture and our upbringing because, like, you know, tú eres de México, yo soy de aquí, but my mom is from Mexico City and my dad is from Michoacán, and it was very much growing up with a parent like my upbringing and you know here the people are like oh well you're not like you're Mexican you're not American and then you know no va Mexico y allá te dicen oh tú no eres Mexicana tú eres Estadounidense and it's just like I'm not from here nor there I don't feel like I'm not from here nor there like to me both places feel like home just like a different way but they both feel like home um so talking about like our upbringing, about our community here specifically in our in our hometown or home city because we're not really a town. I think people do refer as our city as a hometown though. We're like small but big. Like we're I love really this city. I do too. It's so affordable to live in and the fact that more and more people are moving here, it's like so gross and it's like please don't come here. Oh my god, there's All nothing of you to people do here. from California. You guys can stay there. You guys have already taken yeah a lot from us they built an apartment complex next to my house and i'm just like don't live here it's terrible there's nothing to do there's just cows and cheese that's it but people keep coming i mean it is a pretty good city i mean it is it's true i think we have the i'm not gonna say the best because i'm not that very well traveled and i haven't been to every city in the world but I do what? feel like you haven't. I'm sorry, I, have to, I haven't either. <laughs> sorry to disappoint, guys. Um, but I do feel like this city has like the perfect balance of like urban city or urban living, living, and like country and like suburb. Yeah, it has a little bit of everything, but it's 
affordable like even if you move out into like the nicer neighborhoods like you can still afford that mm -hmm. and it's now becoming super expensive to live in the inner city but not to a point where you're like i can't actually live here you know yeah. so like that's kind of where the city sits. Um, we don't really want to say where we live. Maybe at some point we will, but, like, Maybe don't want to get murdered. Definitely not. Um, also, like I mentioned, like, working in the prison, um, I do have a couple friends that I met on the inside that were now friends on the outside. And I think being able um, to bring light on what life inside was like, um, because I... I don't think a lot of people, like, realize, like, I think people are like, oh, yeah, I know somebody in prison, but, like, I don't really think people have a full understanding of what it's like to be inside and then what that transition starts to look like once you're out. Because I remember sitting in those reentry rooms and <laughs> therapists coming in and asking all the men, what is the one thing you're worried about the minute you go back out there? And hearing all of these answers and just learning so much about it. And I think bringing light to that and like talking about like what prison looks like on the Kansas side and on the Missouri side and what it looks like for men and what it looks like for women. And then what does federal prison look like? You know, like they're all different. I'm um, talking about domestic violence because that was something that I worked in um, believe bringing awareness because I do believe that awareness should be brought because there's a lot people don't know. And obviously a lot, a lot of people don't realize that they're experiencing domestic violence. So being able to bring awareness to that. Um, it's a very good point, especially, um, I mean, there's a big population of Latino people here and sadly, a lot of them are experiencing domestic violence, but once they don't know it, they don't know how to- They don't know how to get out. Get out or recognize that they're, uh, acknowledge the fact that they're in that situation. And they also are not aware of the resources that they have. Yeah, and it's sad because tambien, it's like, I mean, obviously we'll get into it further, like later on down the road, but also because también pues en nuestra cultura es algo súper, no, no quiero decir normal, pero es algo súper so común. Y yo recuerdo cuando fui a México y les dije a mis primos que pues, que cuando iba a empezar, les dije, oh, no, pues fíjense que acabo de hacer una posición. Y pues ya les dije, y mi prima hizo un chiste, me dijo un chiste que, o sea, yo dentro de mí yo dije, ¿en serio crees que, que eso es chistoso? Por, pero yo, o sea, yo entendí en ese entonces, pues ella no, no sé si no, anyways, pero lo que me dijo fue, um, Ay, la violencia doméstica. Allá ustedes ayudando. Y acá uno ni se da cuenta cuando hasta que ya la madrearon y ya viene la ambulancia por ella. Es cuando se da cuenta uno que tienen, están en una relación de violencia doméstica. Yeah. Y yo me quedé así. Yo dije, o sea, ¿qué? Y mi tío me, y mi tío me dijo, no, mija, pues sí, la verdad, pues como dice Yasmin, o sea, pues sí, tiene razón. Yeah, because I mean, that's how we grew up. Not that it's okay, of course, but that's how we, a lot of us kind of grew up. Not necessarily that there was domestic violence in our family, but it's normal. Like in order to establish dominance, the macho man have to irte a la mano, you know, yeah. and disciplinarte or whatever. And that's how they show that they care or that they, mm -hmm. how things are supposed to be done. Yep. And then, um, Another topic that I think is really huge in the Latino community. Ooh, 
Uh oh. Brujeria. <gasps> which is spooky. Not gonna lie, it's spooky. But like, it's real and it happens. And like, here, like, I was up. Obviously, talking about it down the road, but like one of my best friends, her neighbor, like son cubanos, y se traen a un cubano de Cuba, y allí en el basement practican su brujería. Yeah. Y desde la cocina de ella puedes ver y hasta da miedo. Da miedo, wey. Yeah, and that is, I feel like that is something that is really like engraved in our culture. Not everyone is, of course, exposed to it and practices it and whatnot, but I feel like a lot of our ancestors do like our grandmas or and i don't know yeah that's something super interesting but i feel like it's low-key something that kind of comes down from like our real ancestors like mm -hmm. the natives and stuff like that rituals and um all the good stuff mm -hmm. definitely something to talk about yeah and then women's health obviously because i think there's a lot of things that women don't know about. Like, for instance, I am currently experiencing some, I mean, maybe it's not going to be mind-blowing to a lot of people because, like, maybe some people have experienced this, but I don't know anyone that is going through what I'm going through. I know there's people that have had what I had, but I've never known anyone that had to go, had to take the route I'm having to take to get to the same end result. And it's wild and it's mind blowing because when we think about, are we where we wanted to be or where we thought we would be? Yes, but I was not specific. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's um, very true. And then of course, what there's like 500,000 podcasts about, none other than dating. What it's like dating as a Latina in 2021, 2022 in the, in the Midwest, Midwest and these dating apps and these men trash, trash, trash. And it's like, what is this? As you can tell, I'm frustrated. And there's a lot of really funny stories <sighs> behind all that frustration. Yeah, you that guys will can laugh share. at my life. We're going to... We're going to laugh with you. No one's laughing with me. I laugh at myself because I'm like, no manches, la perra, la perra suerte que me cargo. Um, so like we said, Palmy's is, well, Palmy's turned 30. Ooh, ooh, bienvenida a tus thotties. That's right. I said that right. Thotties. Thotty and I'm thotty too. I'm just kidding. I'm a prude. But I mean, we both are. Which goes back to being Latina and being raised with That's those super dupe roots. Um, oh, something I don't know that I mentioned. This is really random. Um, but a lot of people think I'm Asian and I'm not. Um, I am... Just adopted. That's right. No. So here's... Um, we try to find... We're trying to find her real parents. You Are you my face? dad? <laughs> <laughs> no. Um... My grandpa is Mayan, so I'm a good mix. I am. Oh, and my dad's mom is Spanish, but I'm a good mix. We don't talk about yeah, that. Yeah, we don't talk about that. But I'm a good mix. You know, I'm Latina, I'm indigenous, and I am European. So I think that is why a lot of people that I, I don't know. I don't think I look Asian or, or um, Pacific Islander because that's the other really big guess. 
I think I look Latina. I am taller. Um, I'm tall to be Latina. So there is also that. But um, yeah, so before anybody asks, no, I'm not Asian. First generation Mexican. She is Latina 100%. So are you where you thought you would be at 30? I am not. I am. Well, I. part of me is... Um, Professionally, I think I am. Um, I did see myself being in a position of uh, leadership um, in a good earning establishment, um, which could be better, of course. But um, I did see myself there at this age. Um, however, I do think that I was really hard on myself when I was younger and my expectations were a bit unrealistic. Um, and I think that a lot of that kind of goes back to how we were raised or how I was raised and my idea of what success was. Cause I, that's another very good topic of what success is. Um, Cause we, we all measure success differently. Yeah. And we all want to make our parents proud as, as Latinos, we are very, close to our family uh regardless of what happens we're always we're very close we always try to help one another um and we try to lift each other up but more than anything we always want to make mom and dad proud and um i think that a lot of my goals were uh revolving around that and not so much about what i actually wanted and my personal goals so but that's one thing that I am trying to do again, where we're talking about new beginnings. So in this new decade, I want to be more focused on myself, take care, take better care of myself, um, put me as a priority and put my goals as a priority. And like you were talking about, um, more self-care, how you were talking about, uh, that millennial, um, mindset. And I think that's, not so much a millennial, I, I don't know, but like the millennial American mindset, because I don't know millennials in Mexico or Latin America, I'm sorry, I'm that ignorant. Um, but just here, that's what we see, right? Um, wanting to take better care of ourselves, have better boundaries, better work-life balance. Um, so yeah, that is definitely my goal for this year, for this new decade. What about I think you? That's awesome. Are you? You talked a little bit. You said you you were right. You were where you thought you'll be. Um. Yeah. <laughs> um. I always thought that I would be married, and have kids or be pregnant by now. And I'm not. I don't have both of those things technically. But I'm pregnant. But I'm not pregnant. <laughs> but that's like goes into the woman's health thing. So Very stay tuned. Interesting. Stay tuned. But Very um interesting spin. Uh yeah. But um obviously not married, don't have kids, pregnant but not pregnant, but I am pregnant. A lot to unpack there. Yeah, a lot. Like I legit could take a pregnancy test and it would be positive, but I'm not pregnant. But I'm pregnant. It's weird. Cravings. I have oh god, the cravings. <sighs> I gotta stop giving into those. You haven't had any crazy cravings, have you? Like, I don't know, cottage cheese with... Uh, well, I did put bananas in my ravioli. 
I know Chef Boyardee ravioli. It wasn't good ravioli. No, it was good. It was really good. Bananas? How really good. I also had this like craving the other day, but I was like, don't do it. Cause I was like, what if you like grab like a piece of ham or turkey? Okay. And then like put cream cheese on it and then roll yeah. like a pickle in it. Doesn't that just sound good? That or, does sound good. Like, and then some like um everything with the big old season seasoning inside. Oh, that does sound good. We're gonna cut a little bit to go get that. Sounds so good. <laughs> um, that sounds so good. Yeah. Oh, I should try that TikTok trend where everyone's putting the hot Cheetos or the Takis inside of the cream cheese with the in the jalapeno. I oh yeah. Good. Cream cheese is so good. <laughs> that goes back to food. the cravings. Oh, I love spicy. Also, I love vanilla oat milk lattes. Oh yeah. Sorry, I'm getting off track. <laughs> So yeah, so is my life there kind of um, professionally? Professionally, I for the first time am no longer making social work dollars. I am making like clinical research dollars, which I was like, whoa, they got dollars here. Wait, this is what it's like to not be poor. Actually, I don't know what it's like because I still haven't received a paycheck because I haven't started yet. But as soon as I do, I'm gonna be, like, gonna be the one who's gonna retire me though. So pretty much um like this time next year we're gonna be at a beach somewhere yeah and i'm it's having tired. my first big girl surgery i've never had surgery like this so i keep joking saying new year new me new uh, body yeah it's not a bbl she doesn't eat it <gasps> but um i am like you know new year new me no longer having this anymore and just i'm also not getting a tummy tuck or lipo or anything like that but like yeah it's gonna be a new year of living a, a normal life a lot of new things yeah. are coming your way not only professionally but health wise you're having a bunch or a few new things that are definitely going to improve your quality of life and yeah. that is going to be awesome yeah and an experience for once what it's like to be pain-free and things like that so yeah well we plan a sneak peek into the future we plan on doing a but you can cut this if you want um but we plan on doing an episode live from the hospital <laughs> we are i might still be because high on this drugs. one right here We'll be taking care of this one right here. My biggest fear. <laughs> can, wait, can I share my biggest fears about the hospital? Yes. Okay, my biggest fears were <laughs> what I was going to say after I wake up. Because the last time I was under um, and I had a procedure, I was asking about my vagina. <laughs> I don't know if you can say that. I know you can say that on, pl on like podcast platforms. Yeah, I think we should be fine. We should be fine. But I don't know if you can say it on YouTube. Um, and then I was worried because I was like, oh my God, cuando me ponga mi calzón, ponis me va a ver mis nalguitas. <laughs> Not my Wait. crotch, but my nalguitas. I'm worried to see my cheeks. And then my other fear was she's going to make me laugh after surgery and I was going to be in pain. I can make no promises there. Yeah. So. But I'm going to be there to take care of her. The best of my abilities. Yeah. Because, uh, yeah, sometimes, and this goes back to the whole traveling thing, sometimes I'm not the best working under pressure. <laughs> but, like, yes. I don't know how we've made it through traveling. Do you remember when we went? 
Do you remember when we were going to New Orleans? And you were like, okay, you find the gate. And I was sitting at a gate for like 30 minutes with you. And you were like, are you sure this is it? I'm like, this is what it said. And then you like checked, you were like, this gate is empty and the lights are off. And I was like, it's because it's late. And then when you check the ticket, you're like, this is not where we're supposed to be. I don't remember. Oh, yeah. Was at the airport? It was at the airport. And I was, I had a sitting at the gate for like, 30 minutes for the longest time. Yes, because it was antes de que me fuera a Mexico. Because you were like, you see, no llegas a Mexico because you're sitting at the wrong gate. Sounds about right. Yep. <laughs> but I've become a very good traveler since. That was when I first started. Alrighty. Well, I think we are going to wrap things up now. We are Latinas in the Midwest with B Boy Harvey. This is Harvey. Bruno's over here. You can't see him, but he's on the bed. You'll see him later. Um, thank you very much for um, tuning in today. If you stumble across um, this podcast by accident, it is not by accident. You were destined to share this with us. What do the people on TikTok say that are sidekicks or whatever? They're like, no hashtags, no captions. If you run into this, it's meant for you. It's meant for you guys. <laughs> Um, but we definitely want to invite you to continue to tune in. Rate, review us, subscribe. It's the easiest way to support us. Or yes. something like that. That's also other things people say on podcasts. Yes. I also love true crime. She does. And on that note, thank you for joining us in Latinas in the Midwest. Out. Despídete. Bye. Uh-oh. And that's ending on a good note. Don't I get the trouble they got on Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs>